Welcome to Define You Radio. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Are you ready to unapologetically build your confidence, achieve goals, and design a life worth living? Learn the life lessons and strategies to define your life, money, and business. Pens and papers ready? Class is now in session. Hey, kings and queens, class is in session today with our guest, Keisha Graves. She is a motivational speaker, the founder of Girls Chronically Rock, and the Massachusetts State Ambassador for Muscular Dystrophy. Girls Chronically Rock offers inspired fashion celebrating muscular dystrophy and other chronic illness. Can you trust your dopeness? that after a diagnosis, you could start a fashion line? Good question. Make sure you stay tuned for the electrifying, entertaining interview that we did with Miss Keisha Graves. But before we get into that, do you queens need a break? Does your wife need a break? Your sister, maybe your cousin. Then they need to join us at the Move Retreat happening September 27th through the 29th in Jacksonville, Florida. You can find out more information at ValenciaGWallace.com slash events. With that being said, pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Okay, welcome to Define You Radio. I am your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. When you guys get here, go ahead and say, hey, boo. I am joined by my beautiful hot seat queen sister friends, part-time harassers, <laughs> if y'all want to go ahead and say hey to the audience. Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> you guys, I know, when's the last time we did a live show? What, two weeks ago or something? When? Mother's Day, that Thursday. Mm. Um, yeah. Thursday before Mother's Day. Interesting. So that means y'all missed our faces, which is all good because we have definitely a hot show tonight. Class is in session with our special guest, Miss Keisha Graves of Girls Chronically Rock. Let's welcome hey. Queen Keisha to the show. Hey. <laughs> we are really excited to have her here just to tell you a little bit about her. Okay, Keisha is a motivational speaker. She is the founder of Girls Chronically Rock and the Massachusetts State Ambassador for the Muscular Dystrophy Association, MBA. Girls Chronically Rock um, <laughs> offers inspired fashion celebrating muscular dystrophy and other chronic illnesses. Now, yeah. you're probably wondering, what is muscular dystrophy? Because I even had to think. I know I've heard of it, but I don't exactly know what it is. But I know I've seen the MDA. Hey, Dynasty. Dynasty is in the building. Thank you so much. Make sure you like, love, share the video. We appreciate you guys watching. Um, And I want to ask you, kings and queens that's joining us, do you know what muscular dystrophy is? 
Just be honest. Because I said no. Queen, LaVon, Shannon, did y'all know what it was before the show? Yes. No, oh, okay. Queen LaVon? Well, because I have a coworker whose um, niece has been um, diagnosed with a different type because there's different types of right. muscular dystrophy. So she has a type that is affecting the muscles in her arms. Um, so that's, I know, a little, have known a little bit about it. And I just learned that it was different because I thought it was just all one type. So right. out her sharing her niece's story is what helped me to know that there's different types. You know, not everyone has the same type of exactly. muscles may not be affected. Right. Do you know what type learned. she has? I'm sorry. Do you know what type she has? Whatever it is, it's only her neuro neurologist that she um, have gotten in to see saying this is the only the second case that he's seen in all of his years oh, um, wow. of medicine. And he's probably like one of those. Um, seniors of medicines here in the upstate. So I can't remember the name. I know you. a lot of times it's named after a doctor. So it's one of these crazy mm -hmm. things I wouldn't have yeah. never thought of, but right. it is affecting the muscles in her arms where she is getting where she can't raise her arms. Right. Okay. Because that affects me also as well, like where I can't raise my right arm or I can't properly put my hand out to maybe give you a handshake. So mm -hmm. yeah, mine's affects on pretty much my arms all the way down to pretty much my legs. And my type is called limb girdle muscular dystrophy. Okay. Wow. I might while we're talking, I might text her to ask her what's okay. Name. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. But it was to hear a doctor say that in all of his years, and this is like a senior doctor that's been around the upstate for a long time, saying this is only his second case. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, let's go ahead and rewind a little bit before we get into the specifics of it. I want to say. Hey to the um, queens that have joined us. Angela Ray, we see you. Queen Lorraine, we see you. And everybody else, make sure you say hey, boo, when you get here. Um, it's a hot seat edition on Define You Radio, and I'm really excited. So, Queen Keisha. Yes. I wanted to kind of start a little different and talk about your quote, trust your dopeness. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting because I thought it would thought your quote would be, um, you know, some long like live life to the to the fullest while you have it type thing. But you made it short, sweet and simple. Trust your dopeness. So yes. why that quote? That quote, honestly, I've been using that like for quite some time over the years, even before I started Girls Chronically Rock. So I knew when I started Girls Chronically Rock, I wanted to have different quotes, different inspirational quotes. So I just thought, hey, trust your dopeness. Wanted to do something like a little different, a little um, unique. Because I just thought trust your dopeness means trust and believe in yourself, regardless if you're going through a chronic illness or not. So that's why I kind of just thought trust your dopeness. And I knew I wanted the font to be a little bit funky, a little bit unique, you know, just that was like the vision I had in my head. So that's where trust your dopeness came about. I'm trusting my dopeness yeah. for the rest of 2019. <laughs> yes. Hey, Lord, yeah, we see you. Um, okay. so I know you and Queen LaVon kind of um, touched on it, but. What exactly is mus muscular dystrophy? 
Sure. So muscular dystrophy is, you know, just to backtrack, I was diagnosed in 2010 when I was in graduate school. So I kind of never heard of it myself when I was first diagnosed. So once I was diagnosed in 2010, I kind of actually had to do some research myself because I'm like, where did this come from? Where did this come about? And nobody in my family seemed to have it. So muscular dystrophy affects, you know, like um, she had mentioned all different types. So my type is called limb girdle muscular dystrophy, where it does affect all of your muscles and muscles, including your heart as well. So my type that I have definitely does affect my heart. So I have to go get an echocardiogram once a year to make sure everything, the heart and everything is monitoring, you know, perfectly, you know, as it should. So it definitely affects all like the arms all the way down to like, you know, my feet. Um, pretty much, I just yes, just went yesterday for an examination. So they definitely, um, you know, test your toes because it definitely has progressed over the years. Where you know, I never, I never used to have to walk with a cane or walker. I used to just be able to walk, you know, alone by myself, just more independent. But you know, that is something I looked forward, you know, to not forward to. But the doctor did say it would progress over time. But pretty much affects, you know, all of your muscles. Pretty much. So like what an able-bodied person may take advantage of, as I used to, you know, before I was diagnosed, it's like the little things as like, you know, I can't raise my arm to say like, oh, hey, I have a question. Like this is probably like the most I can raise it or I can't like, you know, put my right arm out to directly give you like a handshake and things like that. And walking up and down the stairs is definitely a no-go for me. So I can't like walk up and down the stairs more or less like some of my guy cousins honestly lift me up, you know, for the holiday events. Hmm. Wow. I, I just got schooled. <laughs> wow. Very, very interesting. Um, wow. And I guess, you know, your heart is a muscle. So. Right. I didn't think about that to this moment. I know. Right. And I didn't think about it till mm-hmm. the, my doctors told me as well. So, yeah. And I'm still, you know, learning things, honestly, each day as I honestly wake up. Sometimes the body is super tired. Sometimes what I'd be able to do today, tomorrow when I wake up is totally a different, you know, atmosphere. And I'm like, whoa, I was just able to do this yesterday. So it's like the body is definitely can be fatigued more days than the others. Hmm. Queen LaVon. <laughs> um, I know you said you had to do a little research about um, what she was diagnosed and going I know that can, I'm imagining that can be kind of hard to deal with when you're sitting there reading because everything is not all positive. Right. How did you prepare yourself or were you prepared for what you were when your research started developing and you started seeing the long term effects, you know, everything that was you will have to experience over the course of years? Were you prepared for it? And if so, how did you prepare for that? I was definitely not prepared. So because when I first started to get the symptoms, you know, I would just kind of repeatedly fall on the floor. My leg would kind of just give out. So I thought at that time, I'm like, oh, I just need to lose some weight. No big deal. Kind of brushing it off. But then, as I mentioned, with the symptoms, like not able to raise my right arm and stuff. That's when my mom was like, you know, let's go to a doctor, see what's going on. So we did. And then that's when I went to my neurologist. Um, We did MRI, EKG. EMG and that's when she was like you have muscular dystrophy and I'm like what is that because before I even got specifically diagnosed you know when you get symptoms you start doing your google research and I was like oh I have multiple cirrhosis because that's something that's more popular still similar mm-hmm. to muscular dystrophy with the muscles but totally different mm-hmm. so I was like oh that's what I have already you know but still not like acknowledging it so when that's she said I that know. I was totally you know in denial I have I was in denial for years, I totally shut, you know, people out. I wasn't telling family or friends. 
if I went to a job interview and they would see me kind of walk with a limp or a cane, I would say, oh, I sprayed my ankle or I was in a car accident instead of just saying I have muscular dystrophy. So, you know, it definitely wasn't something I prepared for. This is something still I'm taking each day by day. I'm definitely more like, I guess, accepting of it now, because if you had asked me a few years ago, oh, do you so see yourself, you know, like in creating a business to inspire others or being the MDA state ambassador, you know, I would be like, no way, because I wasn't even acknowledging that I had muscular dystrophy. So how could I discuss it? So I definitely was in denial, you know, just kind of totally, you know, just kind of accepted it over the years. And I realized definitely being a part of different support groups, talking to others that have muscular dystrophy, there's nothing like talking to somebody who actually gets it. Because yes, you may have the support of your family and friends, but no, that's why, unless you're living with that every day. So, you know, as I mentioned, I'm still taking things day by day. By day. Um, it definitely has progressed over the years. Like I do use a power wheelchair right now. So, but yes, at that time, every time I went to the doctors, I was thinking, they were going to say, oh, your test was wrong. You have this or totally different. So I still had that. Although the doctor said this is what I have, it's like I still wasn't acknowledging that in the moment. So, you know, I definitely just learned to embrace it and take it day by day and, you know, connecting with others and inspiring others because I know what that's like. And I'm a true believer in, you know, things happen for a reason. You know, this is why the rock started because I got my undergrad in fashion design and merchandising. So I'm like, you know, all of this, you know, kind of aligned and came together. Queen Shannon. So in, in researching it, um, I know you said, you know, it just kind of came, but in researching it, have you found that it's something that might be in the in your blood that might be dormant and then comes about, you know, at a later time? Um, like like what causes what causes it? That's the thing. There is no like really cause of like they don't even have definite answers of what exactly causes this muscle disease. So I have done like several testing because the thing with different types of limb of types of a muscular dystrophy, there's also a subtype. So for instance, my limb girdle muscular dystrophy, there's like a site, a subtype of one to a that affects, I guess, the different muscles of the body. As of right now, my my subtype is inconclusive. I took like over several testings and all of them have came back unknown. So right now I don't know my exact subtype, nor do they know what really caused it. They did say like, you know, it's family inherited, but no one in my family seems to have it so far. So I don't know, but I am going to be doing some further testing, like genetic testing on my mom, dad, and sister, because I was told, although no one in your family may have it, someone in your family could possibly carry the gene. So the for gene. Example, I, yeah, my mom could be like a carrier, but I just happen to be the one to get it. So that is some testing I plan to do hopefully in the next few months or so. But so far, there's no really definite answer of how it comes about. It's so crazy how these things just come on your body. It is. Wow. Because I would, you- would, I would definitely, um, do you have, do you have kids or no? No, no, no kids. <laughs> so being that this is, you know, genetic, have you thought about, you know, if you decide to have kids in the future or is that just like, it's a no go or, you know, have you have you thought about that or is um, that like a touchy subject for it you? It definitely has. No, it's not a touch, touchy subject at all. I definitely had thought about that even before I was diagnosed. I don't know. I, I guess I'd never been like the person that envisioned my kids like with kids. So that was never kind of in my like 
plan of things. But my doctor did tell me, my neurologist said, if I do plan on having kids, there is a test that I can say test my child to see if they would possibly carry this gene or have muscular dystrophy. So that is something that he told me about, not like something I brought up or asked, but he was like, oh, do you plan on having kids? Do you have any kids? Just as you just asked. So he did say there is a testing to test my child to see if they would possibly carry this gene. Wow. Interesting. That that kind of <laughs> reminds me of the discussion we me and um Queen Shannon had earlier. I'ma just you know about the abortion law. And we'll oh. we'll touch on, on we'll touch on that uh topic at a later show because I believe <laughs> the way Queen Shannon believes another, but <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. to my next question. So being that you denied it to or didn't really tell your friends and family when you did open up what were the reactions that you received um the reactions were like you know oh my goodness like you know in total shock pretty much like how I would be because it's not like something I was born with or you know had any like you know about of oh this was gonna come upon my body so definitely people was shocked they're like oh my goodness I knew something was going on you know he wasn't responding to my text he didn't want to go out and they was like you know what exactly is muscular dystrophy and you know I do appreciate the friends um friends and family that definitely did their research you know they took it upon themselves I wasn't like oh you know go look it up and find out what my symptoms are it's like they would come back and say to me like oh I just researched this they said um, you know, this is definitely progress and, you know, it affects your arms and legs. What, you know, symptoms do you face on a daily basis? So I definitely had like the great support of family and friends as I still do. And but yeah, that was pretty much the reaction I received. Hmm. Well, I would just want to comment. We have a few comments coming up in our um, from those that's watching live. Okay. And I, I was very interested because one of our queen sisters in our um, group, Dynasty actually posted that she has, and I'm probably going to mess up the name, systematic <laughs> lupus erythematosus. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. Yes. So, yes. and so that, I mean, that's, we didn't know this. So she, I'm happy that we're talking about this and discussing this because she was able to share this with us. Right. Oh, okay. Yes. And I know people I follow no lupus. Yeah, and she did say that she would tell people she um, tripped or um, fell in a hole or something. That that's how what was explained her having to um, either be limping or something. Right. Wow. Okay. I don't know what happened to. Oh, not much <laughs> Sometimes it does. That Queen Levon, go ahead and come back on, and we'll put you back on. Y'all know. Uh -huh. Until I own the TV station. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Until. Notice I said until. It's going to happen. You're right. Um, That's right. <laughs> go ahead, Queen Shannon. So I, I want to know um, mentally, um, how, how, how did it impact you? I mean, because I know progressively, you, you know, you said you first started, you know, just falling thought your legs were just giving out um and then from there you it was the, the arm like and and you know mentally like where did that put you where was your headspace with that my headspace was like you know all over the place because I'm like uh where did this come from like I didn't go looking for you so it's like you know especially when nobody in my family seems to have it I'm like 
what is this muscular dystrophy? And it's like, I didn't expect it to just so rapidly, you know, progress over the time. Cause I'm just, sometimes I look back at Facebook pictures, memories, and I'm like, wow, look at me there. And I was walking up and down the street in Vegas and et cetera, et cetera. So my mindset of course was all over the place. It's still sometimes over the place. Like, you know, as much as I'm a better, a better space now than I was before, it's like, you know, I still have my days and, you know, I'm totally honest and raw with that, with everyone. Like, you know, cause some days, like I said, I wake up and I don't know what the body wants to do. Some days I may have a fall. You know, and good thing I do wear my lifeline button, which I'm wearing right now because I do live alone. So I hit that and then the EMT services come. And sometimes I could be in a great mood. And then if I have a fall, I'm just like, you know, like, why did that happen? You know what I mean? So it's like when I do get down, that's one thing I look forward is my TV shows. I'm a TV fanatic. So that is something I definitely look forward to on a regular basis. (laughs) Okay, but Queen Queen Valencia, I just want to ask a second part to that. Okay, do you ahead. find do you find that your mood um, can affect that? Like if you're feeling upbeat and positive, you have a better day. If you're kind of sad that it, it might, you know, affect it on the other end. Um. Yes, it definitely can. I have been more, you know, like I said, just having a fall that could, um, you know, just affect my mood swing just like that. Like I could wake up, you know, in a better mood. But if I have a fall, it's just like, you know, why is this? Why is that happening? And then that can put me kind of in a damper mood where it's like. I may just want to go to bed and then I just kind of shut everything down and, you know, so it can definitely vary, but I just try to stay as positive I can. But yes, the mood swings could definitely change. And just so you know, this is my thinking face when I'm doing this. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. I don't I don't want you to be like uh, what is is Valencia mad or something? No, that's my thinking face. Okay. It's my deep in thought. Okay, um, gotcha. Kind of rewinding. Did you did you lose friends or did you start seeing other sides of mm-hmm. people you thought were friends when you said, Hey, I have this going on because if you know if before you were like the partying going out type and then you couldn't anymore you know what I'm saying Um, how did it affect because I'm pretty sure where most of your friends were politically correct and said you know I looked it up I'm here for you and everything else Mm -hmm. I'm pretty you know I when some of my friends are are, got a cold I don't want to be around them (laughs) so you know I'm so do some friends walk away? Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, I must say, um, through this journey of when I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, I definitely came to realize who my true friends are, who has stood by me through this journey, who, when we want to go out, they would call the place to find out if it's handicap accessible for me, people who take it upon themselves, as I mentioned, to do the research. And then there's some that, you know, kind of just don't want to be bothered. And I'm sure they probably didn't say it to me, but I'm sure there have been times where they have want to go out and just didn't invite me because they probably feel like maybe I could have been a burden on them. Maybe the place wasn't handicap accessible. So yes, they may not have came out and told me, but you know, I'm very observant. I see what's going on, but yes, you know, I definitely will say, I definitely realized who my true friends are through this process. Did you, um, I'm thinking about how I would handle it. <laughs> you know, she did not go G baby. No, I, mean, I would definitely, I ain't lying. I would 
probably be, well, you know, girl, I really didn't like you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what they gonna say back? Because you have a chronicle. Uh, a, am I saying it right? A chronicle. A chronicle illness. I don't know, yeah. y'all. I have one cup of coffee today. Yeah. So I'll be like, you know, how you got attitude with me? I'm the one that has an illness. Like right. you selfish. That's why you single. Like I would be real, real. Um, I am fine because, and then I'm gonna turn the mic over to Queen Levon because y'all know I won't go all the way left because recently, geez, recently I found out I'm vitamin D deficient. I use okay. that as an excuse. I did research. I'm like, look, I got an attitude today because I'm vitamin D deficient. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't know what this is like. I'm being honest. If my husband is on anywhere, he probably he will verify that I I'm serious. God forgive me. Queen LeVon, go ahead, because you know <laughs> I would be an angry person. They could I couldn't be the ambassador for MBA because I'd be on Facebook going off. Go ahead, Queen LeVon. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I just would want to continue where we're speaking and I'll kind of pick up where Shannon was talking about with May being mental um, health, mental awareness month, you know, where people are really talking and focusing on mental health and mental awareness. And a lot of times, even for those people that are dealing with chronically um, chronicle diseases or illnesses, they have to deal with a lot, you know, just one coming to terms with it, owning it. But there can also be this, um, and I hate to say burden, but there's also this mental challenge that their family and that their loved ones have to um, face because they're having to, you know, face the realization that, you know, this is something, you know, whether it's parents or grandparents or siblings that, okay, what is wrong with my sister? How can I help her? What if I can't help her? I'm not enough. I'm not supportive enough or even those friends that say, you know what, I can't deal with this. Yeah. How do you, or especially with um, your organization, how do you communicate um, with others that, you know, this is what you need to do, or this is how you can help those that are dealing with these chronic type um, illnesses and diseases? Um, yeah, definitely. I just see like posts like that a lot with just people may, they may not know exactly what to say to someone with a disability yeah. and, you know, they may not be coming off in a harsh way, but it's like certain things or, oh, my goodness, you're in a wheelchair. I'm going to pray for you. And people don't understand someone in a wheelchair. It's like, like, why? Like, I'm, I'm just like everybody else. And the thing is, people don't understand. Right. I'm in a wheelchair. I can still stand up and walk. I still mm-hmm. walk around the house and do what I have to do. It's just, you know, my muscles, I don't have control over that. They took over my body. So it's like, you know, I can't say stand for a long time or walk periods of time. But yes. They are certain things people say, like, you know, just like smart remarks. I can't even think of so many right now, but I'm actually going to be blogging about that pretty soon. So I'll definitely tag you guys in that when I blog just of how people like the, the complaints they make or even to like an able bodied person when they're like, oh, my goodness, I'm so tired. I had two hours of sleep. But when it's someone with a chronic illness says that, it's like that's something totally different. Don't compare. You can't compare your tiredness to my tiredness, you know, because it's like especially like last month I had a bad fall in the shower. Like I had a huge bump on my head. I had a called ENT, like literally naked in the shower. 
You know what I mean? The EMT was like, you know, you should come to the hospital. Like, let's go. And I'm like, no. Like, I got shows to watch. I got to watch Wendy Williams. And <laughs> 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 so, like, I kind of, I'm just like, if I can get up from certain situations like that from a call, it's like, you can't complain about that. You got a stuffy nose or a cold and such, such like that. But it's like, yes, I hope I answered your question. But yes, there's so many other things that people may say that, you know, I'm realizing I teach my family and friends as well. Like, you know, like, don't, don't say that, or don't just assume you don't know this person's story just because they may look okay. They're parked at a handicap spot. You don't know they may have asthma. So I'm starting to like, you know, teach others too. It's like, you don't know someone's story. You don't know what somebody's dealing with, although they may look okay. You don't know what, just like someone with lupus has, you know, looks like regular. Before I was walking with the cane and walker, I used to park at the handicap spot and I used to get stairs like, oh, you know, she don't look, you know, but it's like, I obviously, they don't just pass out the handicap signs to nobody, you know, but yeah, I definitely know what, what that's like. And, you know, I guess too, it's like, before I was diagnosed, I feel like I wouldn't know certain things. Like I wouldn't care going someplace. Oh, is this handicap accessible? Do you have a stairs? Do you have an elevator? Where, you know, I wouldn't think about that before I was, you know, diagnosed. Because it's like that, I wouldn't care if it was handicapped. But it's like, now that I am, I'm bringing more awareness to it to my friends and family. You know what I mean? So it's like, now they understand it. Wow. Queen wow. Chan. So we actually have a question from the live. Um, has it triggered any seizures neurologically? Oh, no, it has not. I haven't gotten any seizures, thankfully. Good, good, good. Uh, Dynasty also did ask if we if you would post her in the blog. She, was, she just put, please tag me in the blog also. Oh, okay, yes, and tell her to definitely so I can make sure I tag her or follow me on um, Instagram at girlschronically underscore rock so then I can, um you know, make sure I tag her, have her information, and I'll follow her back. Mm-hmm. And we'll of course make sure we um, share it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession before I ask my next question, okay? Oh, um, because I'm one of those people. But now, okay, now I'm I'm checking me. Keisha's just dropping the mic all over the show. <laughs> I'm one of those people that when somebody gets out of handicap, I'd be like, you know, they a damn lie. Excuse my French, Spanish, and English. Ain't nothing wrong with them. I'm about to this man. I'm a parking handicap thing and. <laughs> I'm not, at least I'm being honest. Yeah. I know how, how we do on the show. So, Queen Keisha, were you that person before you got diagnosed? Not that I recall. I don't think so. I think, too, maybe because I was just so kind of, I think, in my own world where it's like, you know, I wasn't really even paying attention, but it's like, I think now I'm more aware and because I'm getting the stares, I'm getting the comments, you know, I'm just like, you know, but I really can't think of a time maybe there was, but I think then I just kind of wasn't paying attention. I was able to walk from like down the street, two blocks to go to the mall or go to this place. So it's like, you know, now that I'm getting the stairs and all of that, and they're like, oh, you I, like even one night I went out with my friends to the club and I was with a cane and this guy comes up to me, he's like, are you a pimp in Boston? And it's like, like what? I'm always came as a fashion statement. Like, you know, so it's like things like that. So it's like, you kind of never know what someone's thinking. Like maybe some people do think I'm walking with this as a fashion statement or I'm a pimp and I'm not. Like, I'm like, I need this because I need to come, you know, with my balance. So I need to walk and I use this as support. So it's but like, I just like you never know. Right? 
And yeah, and it's like I think people too like see like, oh, I'm young. They're like, oh wow, you know, like what's wrong with her? And it's like there's little pe- little kids born, babies born with this muscle dystrophy and other illnesses. So like I said you kind of just never know and just kind of be more aware maybe or why this person's acting out. They may have autism, you know, certain things I think about. So it's like you kind of never know what somebody's story is. There's probably a reason, you know, they're walking with a cane, parking in a handicap spot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being a better person, y'all. Okay, because I probably would have seen Queen Keisha as beautiful as she is with the king. Like, oh, so she a madam? In I'm not gonna lie. If y'all been following me in the show, y'all know you see Queen. Oh my god! I'm just honest. I'd be like, yeah. mm-hmm. at least you're being honest. <laughs> so, well, now you know uh, you see me. <laughs> they, they know. They know. I see the laugh. The laugh emojis in the comments. They already oh, um, girl, Lord, what is it, and why did you start it? So, girls, frankly, rock as I mentioned. So, I did get my undergrad in fashion design and merchandising. So, after being in so many years of you know denial, not really accepting that I had muscular dystrophy. I'm like, you know, it's time I start putting my degrees to use. So I'm just like, you know, I want, because I love t-shirts. I love graphic tees, different like logos, different like inspirational quotes. So I was honestly just lying in my bed one night and I knew I wanted something with the word chronic in it, but chronic illnesses, but I just didn't know how I wanted to incorporate that. So I thought, girl, it's chronically raw. So I just kind of like just started that lying down one night. And then I think I just kind of ran with that. First started off with Etsy. And then that's when I launched, you know, the website finally and, yeah, I just ran with it. I got it like copyrighted, trademarked, because I'm just like, I love with it. It just feels like inspiring, like motivated, inspiring, you know, for others that are dealing with the chronic illness, whether it be mental illness, whatever, you're just going through everything in your everyday life. But it's really for everybody, because Girls Chronically Rock is just, that's just in general, regardless. <laughs> mm, I chronically rock. Yes. And I actually just added that too. There's a new one, new t-shirt on there called I Chronically Rock. And I okay. That's the shirt I need. Yes. I wear it all day. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, look, the comment Dynasty know how I act. She said, Queen Val, Jesus is going to deliver your face. <laughs> they know. Um, Queen, Queen LaVon, Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, um, just in doing some research, preparing for the show, I saw where in last year, in 2018, the Today Show, um, Today actually um, had you as one of the style heroes. How was that? That was exciting. I was so honored that they featured my story because I do like to reach out to a lot of different shows. So once I get a, a call back or even response it's like oh my goodness yes like they listen you know to my story even thankful for you guys you know for responding to my email and giving me an opportunity on the show so yes being on the today um article that was amazing because that was amongst like different celebrities like gabrielle Hugh, um union and things like that so i was like oh my god oh that so that was an exciting moment for me yes because they awesome. have a list of people i'm like wow that's amazing <laughs> Thank you. I, I told y'all, audience, awesome. we have celebrities on the show. Y'all just remember that. It's, it's <laughs> and when Wendy Williams calls Queen Keisha, oh my she God, I was call me. Yes. yes. And I'm going. Really? 
Okay, so two things. One from um, our live, I chronically rock t-shirts. Are those available on your website? Yes, they are available right now. Okay, so Dynasty, there you go. You can go right now, go order your shirt. And two, um, of course, I'm the, the the health junkie of the three of us. Um, so, so do you find that um, once you've been diagnosed with this, that you that you you tend to be a little more health conscious with what you eat, what you you know take in as far as um, you know things that you might. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm you know because you know generally when people find out something's wrong, they they tend to want to eat healthier then. Or have, have you has that been the case with you, or you just yes, really don't care? We have. So when I was first diagnosed, as again doing my research, I noticed it said, "Oh, the less weight, like if you eat more healthier, maybe better on your legs." So I'm like, okay, because I was a lot more heavier back then, as I said. So when I started getting symptoms, I was just like, oh, I need to lose weight, whatever. So what I did is I actually joined um, Weight Watchers. Me and my cousin did it at the same time. So we had each other's support. And I actually lost over 35 pounds at that time. You know, wow. I was like, oh, like, oh, it feels a little bit better. And you know, I'm not saying I could have ran a marathon or anything, but it's like, oh, this is kind of good on my body. But fast forward to now, I need to get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> and go back to the water and lose some more weight. You know what I mean? So it's like, but it's hard because I mean, I'm such a food junkie. I love chips. I love chicken wings. It's like, but I just trying to get that mindset back to where I was, where I was very strict. So I'm definitely, I'm in the process of right now trying to eat more salads because I know at the end of the day, yes, it will be better on my body because my neurologist actually said that. He was just like, you know, it's like you probably lose, you know, some more, you know, exactly not in those words, but she was like, you know, we'll be better on your legs. And I totally understand that. So I'm trying to do that right now. But yes, I think eating healthy and all that stuff, you know, may help. Like I even looked up a research that said like diet for muscular dystrophy. And it said like avoid wine and coffee and pasta. And I'm like, and that's all the stuff I like. I know so well. Yes. <laughs> wow. Like what I supposed to eat. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, uh, so I guess I try to do things in like moderation, you know? Yeah. Oh, but I'm trying, taking it day by day. <laughs> Queen Shannon is the carb police. Um, but one thing, you know, she's learned, and if if she's honest and the audience that has dealt with me is honest, I'm a much nicer person with carbs in my system, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. See? Queen Keisha and y'all, the website is up there. And oh, hey, Sam, Sam's back. He hasn't been on in a while. Hey, I King, know. Sam. Um, hey, Sam. I just had to put chicken wow. wings rock. Can oh, yeah. you put that on the shirt? Right? I need to because I'm obsessed with them. Look. Um, and Lord. don't don't buy a shirt. Dynasty is a is a faithful watcher and supporter of the show. I'm going to get you a shirt. So text me, because um, she does have my number. Me and her have actually talked. So go ahead and text me your address and shirt size, or go to the website, pick one, send me the link, and I'm going to do that. Because why? We love our kings and queens that support the show. Aww. And then I'll, Absolutely. I'll order my shirt as well. I chronically rock <laughs> with chicken wings. <laughs> I'm just saying, teacher, put that on, on your list. 
That, that is not what she said the shirt said. She did not. Keisha gonna make me a special one. Just add and you know, with wings at the bottom. Yes. Be best for life. Queen oh Keisha, my God. I'm, I'm amazed with, with everything that you do. And one of the things I find is most women and men can't balance regular, regular life and business or or their purpose or a household. How do you manage having a chronic illness? and still run a business like how do you do that do you have like a, a twin you got some superpowers like what's going on because it's sometimes it's hard just managing day you know quote unquote regular life yes i definitely wish i did have a twin but um yeah so it's pretty much just me who i'm the one who started the business i'm the one who run it um, I'm definitely looking for an intern right now. I mean, I do have my PCAs that help me out, you know, if I need help with packaging when I get an order, because of course, lifting up a box and things for me like that is definitely difficult. So um, I definitely, you know, just manage. I definitely try to multitask, whether I'm here on the computer, sending out emails, placing orders while I'm watching Wendy Williams. As I said, some days my body may change, you know, I may wake up and you know, I just feel like super fatigued and tired, depending on if I go to bed late the night before, you know, people don't understand just me getting in the bed where it takes a hard time for people maybe with um, muscular dystrophy and muscle diseases to get a good position to sleep where it's like, I can't roll over like how say I'm um, able body can or how I used to like, I'm pretty much when I sleep, I'm pretty much stuck to one side because it's so hard for the body to maneuver. So it all could vary on how my body feels, but you know, no matter what, it's like, I just try to get girls chronically rock, you know, going and that definitely inspires me. As I mentioned, if I have like a fall or having a bad day, it's like I think about, you know, girls chronically rocking when I get those inspirational, like, you know, DM messages on my Instagram or email saying like, you know, I love what you're doing, you know, keep doing it. I'm just like, wow, like, you know, people are paying attention because sometimes, you know, you don't know, you know, so definitely that inspires me to keep going and things like that. But, you know, what I do what I have to do and, and you know, multitask. <laughs> keep going. And my shirt's going to say what again? I oh currently run and chicken wings. Okay. Just want, just want to make oh sure. I, I have, um, I'm going to pass the mic to Queen LaVon before, but I have like, I do have more questions. <laughs> about Wendy oh Williams. Hopefully we'll get a chance we could touch on that in the after, after show. Yes. Um, <laughs> Queen LaVon. Wendy. Well, I did tag Wendy. Um, I did want to share because I know. <laughs> hey, you never know. She may be watching. Exactly. House. So <laughs> anyway, I was gonna say because I don't know if we stated this, but the um I chronically rock shirt is not just for women. If you go on to um the girls chronically rock website there is also some for that says boys chronically rock there's some that says girls and kids so the yes. great thing about this is catering to young and old male or female so i do want to put that out there that the shirts 
are available. There's a great variety. I thought I saw a camo hoodie is coming. Is um, yes, yep. So that's like a pre-order and that says trust your dopeness on it. And that can yes. be both for men and women. And all of the t-shirts and hoodies are unisex sizes because, you know, I wanted to make sure of that, you know, because I know people with disabilities, it takes us so long to get dressed on a regular basis. So I wanted something stretchier and just something comfortable for us to put on because I do eventually plan to make Girls Finally Rock into an adaptive wear you know, because we need to bring more awareness about that as well. Like Tommy Hilfiger came out with an adaptive clothing line and it takes a lot. Like I tell my family and friends, if you guys want me to go out, you need to let me know in advance. It just takes like a good five minutes to put on my bra, put on the shirt, you know, because it's like the muscles and it's like I'm not able to raise my arm. So I do eventually would plan to come out with an adaptive clothing line under the Girls Chronically Rock umbrella. So I'm, I'll be excited about that when that happens. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Out of your five minutes to put on a bra really? as well. I'm not being funny. I'm being serious, which is why I got the kind that snap in the front. Um, and act like you didn't hear that comment. It's a woman thing. I'm, but I'm just saying, so I could only imagine, right. you know, like they don't, people don't think about like, yeah. You know, me or Queen Shannon or Queen LaVon or, or somebody who have, you know, all of their strength, I guess, would be the way to say it. Putting on a bra is a task. That's right. why most Absolutely. Of the time off work, they pulling it off. So you mm-hmm. have, you know, things going on um, in some good days, some bad days with your body. Something as simple mm-hmm. as putting on a bra. I don't, you know, I ain't lying. You know, God bless you for putting your bra on because I would just be braless. Yes. I know that's right. I was I promise I was thinking it. Yes, and some days, trust me, that happens. It depends on where I'm going. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, I can't be bothered. Like this is oh, uh-huh, I have to go. Yeah, I know it gotta be. That's too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you yeah. have to think about it. I mean, we have, you know, having the full use and of our our, you know, limbs. But I just think if for anyone that have ever had a broken arm or you know, I know I've had a shoulder rotator cuff um, repair. And when you're I remember, you know, having to ask my husband or ask one, my daughter, you know, coming here and button. So, I mean, like you said, those small things like that, sometimes we don't even think about. Exactly, you yeah. I'm a car mm-hmm. and be like, girl, come on, we get ready to go. And it's like. Do you realize yeah. the work I have to do? Yes, even putting on one leg at a time for leggings, the underwear, everything. Yeah, it's time, you know, because wow. like, I can easily lose my balance just trying to put that on. So I am grateful now on the days that I do have my PCA, my personal care attendant that comes and helps. Yeah. Have you had? I would like to ask. Have you had to make adjustment or accommodations? Maybe. Because I'm thinking now, I would be like, okay, I just need maxi dresses. or You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I want the simplest thing possible. Yes. Absolutely. If you're tired, you don't feel like... I'm exactly, yep. Tired. <laughs> I don't feel like all that. Like, can I just get a onesie or something? something Please. Like that? Exactly, Please. Yes. That's why I a just mostly stay in my t-shirts. A lot of my leggings I've cut up because now that the weather is getting warm, which I love. Because wintertime I hate because I don't even wear jackets. Like oh, wow. a, a jacket, another girl with muscular dystrophy explained it perfectly. She was like, us putting on a jacket is like putting on a stray jacket because it's so like heavy mm-hmm. for us. Our bodies are already so weak and frazzled. In the wintertime in the wow. wind, I don't even bother to go outside. That wind can like 
blow me all the way to you guys. Oh, like, wow. it's so crazy because it's like, you know, I'm already so frazzled, me trying to catch my balance. So winter time, I hate already. So now that the weather's getting nice, I'm just like, all right, I can wear a little bit less clothes. I don't got to be like, you know, like the other day it was nice out. I went to the doctors, I put on my spandex shorts and a t-shirt. And I was like, I love this. So I'm just hoping the weather stays consistent. So this time of the year is better for me. Also on my legs, because during the winter time, like it definitely affects my legs. When my legs get so cold, I almost feel like, I have to like learn how to walk again. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It like almost feels like a numbness. Mm. So I like this time of year. So I just want to put on my shorts and my t-shirts and go where I need to go. (laughs) I know that's right. Yeah, I know that's right. So, so Sam says, that's why so many women don't wear bra. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Um, Dynasty says, Jesus, if you only knew that the bra is the devil. I got to agree sometimes. I have to agree. Sometimes it is the devil. (laughs) Um, But I do want to ask. So um, we did talk about, you know, how you came up with the name of Girls Chronically Rock. When did the when did the idea like were you sleep? Were you, you know, when the idea came, how did the idea come to you that to start this whole movement? Um, I knew I wanted to start something, you know, start because I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, be my own boss. I kind of like to work on my own schedule, do my own thing. So that's when I kind of just like, you know, I wanted to incorporate something where I can share my story now that I was being more honest and open about it. But honestly, I was just lying down in my bed one day, probably like, I think, watching TV because I knew I wanted to come up with a name. And then that's where it kind of all came about. So I knew I had the idea because, like I said, I just love to put on T-shirts because that's just so convenient and easy for me now. So I was just like, hmm, a T-shirt line, that would be cute. And then I can have the different logos, inspirational quotes that I, you know, have on the website. So that's kind of where the idea and everything came about. Awesome. Mm. I'm taking notes. Um, that's <laughs> part see. of why why the um show is called Classes and Session. I know I'm a note taker. Um, one of the things I think of Queen Naquisha, but and thank you guys so you kings and queens so much for watching. Make sure you like, love, share the video, put your yes. comments, and follow Queen Keisha because she is the bomb.com. Yeah. And all, all us going yeah. on with millions. Yes. Um, Naquisha put the little things we take for granted, and that's yes. really, you know what what I'm thinking about because we complain so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm I'm gonna stop drilling my whole vitamin D deficiency <laughs> thing into the ground. I'm gonna stop. I'm being honest. Hopefully, my husband is not. Or my son not watching the show. <laughs> but for other people. Um, she shows, look, Queen LaVon, she's going to throw it at us at least once or twice more. She's not going to let it ride like I that. I know. She will not. <laughs> it really makes you think about just, I'm serious, y'all. I'm, I'm deep in thought. I'm working on being a better me in 2019. And that's all I'm going to say. Because my next question has to do with dating. Mm-hmm. Queen Keisha. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, Queen LeVon, you want to do the disclaimer for the for the show? The views and opinions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, that's all I said. So dating question mark. Oh, okay. So I didn't know there were, I thought there was more of a follow-up. Okay. So yes. I'm so leaving that one open to your, um, 
interpretation. Okay. So yes, dating, living with muscular dystrophy. I must say, I'm still on the dating websites as I was before as an able-bodied person. I definitely feel like sometimes with guys, I don't know what their reaction is going to be because I. that's another thing. So when I first was dating, when I was first diagnosed, I was like that the same way, like not telling them what was going on with me. Not until like after a while, because I think then like, you know, I, it wasn't so noticeable. But now I'm up and owners with it. And I'm like, this is what I have. So you're going to have to live with it. But yes, I'm still on the dating websites. Um, now that I do have the wheelchair, I'm curious to see how men do react. Because my other friends that I do chat with here in Boston, they tell me the stories that they deal with. And my other support groups on, you know, what men may write to them. You know, I guess it's like a wheelchair fetish or whatever they may have. So I kind of find that a little interesting. I haven't come across. I mean, of course, guys write things regardless with or without the wheelchair. But, you know, but yes, dating is definitely, I mean, I still date. That's not going to stop me. And I'm still on the dating websites and, you know, I'll see what happened right now. I'm honestly focusing on girls chronically rock, but you know, I feel like when the right time it will come along, but he definitely has to be supportive of me, my business and what I'm dealing with. And then of course that is something I think about, you know, is he going to be able to handle it? Is he, am I going to feel like a burden on him? You know? So I do think about those things and, you know, is he going to be upset when I tell him I don't want to have any kids? Those are not in my plans. You know, is he going to be okay with that? But I see so many great relationships of people that have muscular dystrophy, have chronic illnesses all the time on social media. They're married. They have kids. And, you know, they're men are supporting and staying by them. So I believe that maybe the one is out there for me. But, you know, I'm still dating and doing me. And hopefully maybe one will come along shortly. <laughs> Arrangement by Valencia. There it is. Yes. Y'all see, she cute. And she's chronically rock. I'm going to just leave that alone and pass it like the Queen Queen Levon. Well, I wanted to say, we, we, the comments, I love it. Our comments are like rolling on tonight. Um, but we did. I want to say thank you. I did say thank you to Sam because he's, he's one. He said plead the fifth. He was trying to tell you to plead the fifth when um, Valencia asked that question. <laughs> but I did thank him for the support because he said he was buying those shirts for um, his kids. Um, so I was mm -hmm. like, thank you. But um, Queen Dynasty asked. She wanted to know if you knew of anyone or any projects that are being started that are around the um, umbrella of muscular dystrophy? Um, no, she said MS. Yeah, MS. Multiple sclerosis. Um, multiple sclerosis. Um, I do. I know that there's a walk coming up here in Boston, but I would definitely recommend how I connected with others with muscular dystrophy. I noticed hashtagging on Instagram. Oh my goodness, is key. So definitely, um, like hashtag multiple cirrhosis and you'll be surprised amazed of how many other people come up like people i follow i've connected with you know they may they may not be muscular dystrophy but multiple cirrhosis you know they can relate to me at the end of the day like more than an able-bodied person can because they understand the different challenges so definitely hashtag multiple cirrhosis disability awareness chronic illnesses all of that i've connected with just so many other people so definitely the hashtagging is key i realize so then you might even find some in your area or anything like that and you'll connect with so many others trust me it's going to be pretty amazing they even have like different groups and now on instagram you can follow the hashtag mm -hmm. so now when you put in a hashtag which i love it will come up on your news feed of like people that's hashtagging ms at multiple cirrhosis mm -hmm. ms wall so definitely try that and you'll see so many things come up mm -hmm. she's beautiful she's smart and she has a clothing line 
She chronically rocks. I don't know who's turning it for a question. Queen Shannon, is it you? <laughs> yes. Um, um, Sam asked, have you tried selling your products at um, expos? I have tried that. Um, I did like two last year, but I'm trying to get into more of that now that the weather is nice. Because as I mentioned in wintertime, I pretty much stay inside. I tell my family and friends like, you want to hang out? Let's hang out now or forever hold your peace. Because in the wintertime, once it starts to snow, mm-mm. but yeah, so I am um, definitely on um, like Boston Business Women Network and different um, entrepreneurship groups. I like to look at um, different vending tables that are coming up and then I would have like my PCA's cousins and come out and because I have the banner and everything for the table. I got the t-shirts, I got the merchant um, thing so people can pay with the credit card. So yes, I'm definitely ready now that the weather's getting nice to do some more um, tables because I think that would bring more awareness, you know, to yeah. Girls Currently Rock. And I'm, I'm looking to also get into more fashion shows. Um, I got invited to participate in Atlanta Fashion Week this year in September. So I will be doing that. So I'm excited for that. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so we have models. Um, I oh, think they choose the models themselves. Because oh. I don't, you know, because since I'm not there, but hey, if you want a model, is that... <laughs> I'll definitely put in a word. Let's I have as well. But okay. but the shirt will not have chicken wings on it. Nothing about oh. chicken wings. It's the model. Maybe we can okay. add that though for that show. Um, but we do have one more question. We do okay. have one more question. Um, Queen Ashanti says, "How do how how do people know when to help and when not to?" Mm. Um, is this regarding with a disability or right? Like like when you need help, how will they know when to help you and when, when to <laughs> just let you be? I would say yes, that is a good question because I know there's a lot of people like me um YouTube about that. A lot of people I know with um chronic illnesses. So some people are afraid, you know, to they might not want to, you know, especially now with the whole Me Too movement, where one time say I was in the Uber ride and it's like I think he was kind of hesitant not to know if to help me out and things like that. And then there's some guys that are like, Hey, you know, can I help you? Is that okay? Can I walk with you? the door because they see I'm with a cane which I appreciate that because my thing is I'm before I may have had my pride like oh yeah I don't have this I'm independent but no it's like now I know I need the help because I'm better off getting the help opposed to me trying to go get up and then fall and then what and then it's like I'm on the floor I could possibly hurt myself break break you know make my muscles more weak so definitely I would feel like if you see somebody struggling or just definitely maybe ask like oh can I help you opposed to just maybe doing it with touching them because a lot of people can you know, be standoffish and may not want your help. So you can definitely maybe say, hey, you know, can I help you with that? Or if you see them with a lot of bags and they got a wheelchair. So definitely, you know, if you want to help and you're that kind person, I think for me, I definitely appreciate the help. I love it when people may ask for it. And, you know, I'm like, hey, yes, I do need the help. Thank you. So I would definitely probably ask before approaching the person. And then you may meet your future husband that way. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I might. Hmm. <laughs> Queen LeBron. That is true. I just say bat those lashes and be like, yes. <laughs> but I was going to ask the other side to that question because, like you said, not everyone is wanting to, you know, if interfere because some people are, you know, like I'm independent. I don't, I like taking care of myself. I don't need any help because they may not have fully come to terms with being able to say, I need help. Right. Have you always been? that person that was always willing to take help or did you go through a phase where I can do it? You know, I got it. Yeah, definitely. Cause as I said, like I wasn't even acknowledging I had 
muscle dystrophy. So of course, it's like I kind of was doing my own thing. I wasn't telling somebody, oh yeah, I have this, you know, I need help. Or when I used to do merchandising vending back in the day, I wasn't telling the people, my employers like, oh, I can't lift up that heavy box where I should have because I honestly could have hurt myself, which I have in the past at some jobs. So it's like, now I'm realizing it's like, if I don't speak up and let these people know how, you know, how are they supposed to, especially with my line of work with fashion, it's like, you know, I'm going to need help, you know, lifting up boxes and things like that. So I definitely, you know, stepped back, you know, a few notches and, you know, now I'm more awareness and telling people like, yes, this is what I have. And I, I can do that. I'm not going to be able to lift up that, et cetera, et cetera. We're opposed to, I was not. Hmm. Would you say that there's like a cycle, you know how they, you would hear people say there's cycles of grief where you have to go through with learning to come to terms with um, this type of news where you've been diagnosed, do you feel like there's a cycle that everyone has to go through where they have to acknowledge or, you know, denial? Do you feel like there's some type of cycle that individuals go through? I believe that there are, but then there's some people I have met that when they found out they were diagnosed with, say, a chronic illness, they pretty much adapt to it. Not saying like, oh, they're excited, but it's like, they're so open. They're like, oh, this is what I have and things like that. And I'm like, wow, because I totally was not like that. You know, because people had told me before, like, oh, talk, you should chat with others about muscular dystrophy and things like that. But I'm like, why would I do that? Because that's not what I had. That's what I was thinking in my head. Not mind you, not what the doctors was telling me. I was just thinking, well, I don't have muscular dystrophy, so why am I going to talk to other people about it? But yes, I believe that everybody deals with things differently. So it's like, I can't come out and say, because I know there are some people that do have muscular dystrophy, but they're not as open as I am. But it's like, I can't sit here and tell them, oh, yeah, you need to talk about it. You have to do this because I've been there. I know what that's like. I know where it's like everybody works at their own pace. Everybody deals with things differently. Not everybody's so open, like, oh, yeah, this is what I have and blah, blah, blah. It's like, especially I'm such a private person and was. So for me to be so open and honest now and blog about certain things, it's like, like that wouldn't have been me a few years ago. I'm still a private person, but I do believe everybody deals with things differently. And it's like, you can't rush a person to say, this is what you have to do. Like, get out there, like, because only that person knows what that is like, right. living with a chronic illness, disability every day. Only that person knows. Hmm. Hmm. Queen. So um, uh, Sam actually posted a comment and his comment prompted a question. So his comment says, we have an expo here in Indianapolis, Indiana, the middle of July. Um, if you come there, him and his, his team, they'll help you out to get your Ooh, products out. send me the link of that and the information. Awesome. <laughs> and so how is traveling for you? Traveling has definitely, you know, over the years, because I mean, my family's from originally from Barbados. So, I mean, I used to go there like every year, you know, for the festival time and things like that. I mean, but traveling, I still, I love to travel, you know, like I've been a few places, but I must say traveling now, you know, I got to make sure even when I get to the airport, I have to make sure a wheelchair is there because it's like to walk around the airport now. I mean, I would miss my flight. So I have to make sure a wheelchair is there wherever I'm staying. Got to make sure that the place is handicap accessible, not just handicap accessible, but what I'm learning as my progression went on is it has to be a rolling shower. I can't say step over a tub because that's difficult for me, you know, and walk upstairs. So me trying to step over a tub, I can easily fall in the shower. So it's like now I realize when I say handicap accessible room, I have to stay with a rolling shower, please, because then if not, they're going to give me something totally different. So things like that is definitely I have to take that extra step of is this place um, handicap accessible? Like I've never been to New Orleans. I would like to go there. 
I'm like, I know it's kind of like an older place. I'm like, is that handicap accessible for me? Are they going to have, you know, the accessible on hotels? Am I going to be able to go to the bars and the parties? You know what I mean? So things like that. Like I know where Vegas and LA, they're very handicap accessible. Yeah. Islands are not like Barbados. I know if I was to go back in now, it's going to be a lot different where it's like, you know, oh. get a handicap accessible room. I have to get the raised, you know, toilet seat because it's like I can't sit on the regular side. It has to be like raised where, you know, I have here in my apartment. So it's like it definitely does take that extra step and planning, which I don't mind doing. And my family and friends are aware of that now, which, you know, now they learn from over the years. But yes, traveling can definitely be more, you know, challenging where now I have the wheelchair. I'm scared of that because I've heard horror stories where airlines have ruined people's wheelchairs. So I'm nervous now to travel with Mike because I'm like, this is a nice wheelchair. I don't want them to ruin it. So it's like things like that I have to think about. Like, do I want to bring this wheelchair? Maybe I can rent one there at the location where I know some places do. So those are things that, you know, I have to think about. Wow. Okay. Well, I was going to, I kind of tilted my head when you said uh, New Orleans, because, you know, I'm I'm in Louisiana. Oh. Um, 20, 30 minutes from New Orleans in a little ducked off small town where nobody's coming to my area by accident. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. But we, so we gonna, we're gonna talk because um, places in New Orleans are very friendly. Oh, yay. Okay. Whatever we want it to be. And I'm gonna leave it at that because um, other people so watch it. No. <laughs> you know she will. <laughs> My friend coming to town. Clear all of this out the way. <laughs> Listen, just let me know. Just let me know when you know. I don't mind the eight-hour drive. I'm coming. <laughs> okay. We will not. Uh, the revolution will not be televised because at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. That ain't none of y'all business. We all have on our girls chronically rock t-shirts. I'm gonna say with my chicken wings. So if y'all see that in New Orleans, you know we're gonna we gonna look. And look, um. And the question put people from New Orleans don't even know where I live exactly. <laughs> when I tell people exactly what city in Louisiana I live, I'm like, where is that? And I'm like, exactly. Because I don't know what I may do. So that's why you Lord. We don't leave that alone. Um I don't Lord, know. but Sam, but Sam did leave his email address, um, Queen Keisha, for you to reach out to him. Okay. So that is that is on there. Okay, and perfect. He did Thank say you. That if you would do attend, I guess come there and attend, mm -hmm. he would like to bring you on his um live radio broadcast. Oh, yeah. that would be nice. Thank you. Definitely gonna reach out to him. Yeah, yeah and we'll um I'll make sure like on well, if you go back on the you know on the show comments, you'll see it, but I'll make sure you know one of us queens will go back and tag. And tag you so you see. And the question okay, was called me. Tell my she, uh, tell my call her. She coming too. Sounds like a plan. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, and just take the brakes off the um the wheelchair <laughs> and just trust me. 
That's, that's it. They just. <laughs> 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 did she just say take the brakes off? She did. Take the brakes off. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> Wait, look, she got you. She got you, boo. You got say. Take the breaks off. It has truly been a phenomenal show. That's apparent by the comments that so many y'all know Queen Levon, Queen Shannon, probably, and probably even Queen Keisha will respond to some of y'all comments tonight. I'm just saying, but um, I'm glad. and, And look, and Queen Nakusha put anytime is good is a good time for New Orleans, which is the truth because our weather here in the South, I'm just saying, you up in, in the cold states, yeah. come, come, come to the light, Caroline. Come to the light. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, time you get cold out there, you just think about how warm I am mm. here in the South. Just think nice. about I know. if nobody remembers you know any anything about your phenomenal story or anything else that you said if if somebody's listening um maybe has just been diagnosed or thinking you know that life pretty much sucks or you know whatever because like i said we we tend to get in a in a mood when we don't feel right sometimes, if that makes sense. Um, and you've been so inspirational and I love your personality. And like I said earlier, arrange marriage by Valencia.com. I'm going to stop that there. What, what one thing would you like to leave the audience with today? If this was the only thing they remember from tonight's show. I would like to say, as I mentioned earlier, briefly is definitely everybody has a story. You never know what someone is struggling a daily um, on a daily basis of whether it's a chronic illness or they're going through something with just at home. So just kind of, you know, just when someone maybe have a bad attitude or certain things. And I'm not saying nobody has the right to complain if they don't have a disability, but it's like everybody has a story and you never know what somebody's dealing with. So don't be afraid to maybe ask if they want to respond, they will. And if not, just keep in mind, like maybe that person is going through something because you never know how they got to where they are today. Because that is something I'm realizing within on a regular basis. And honestly, if you have a dream and if you have a, a business you want to accomplish, I would say just do it. Because before you know it, you'll be up and running and it'll be up and going. And just believe and trust in your dreams, whether you're going with a chronic illness, whether you have it or not. Just keep doing what you do. And before you know it, it'll be up and running. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, make it happen. How can the audience um, connect with you, follow you, get the shirts? If you want to go ahead and leave that information as well. Um, sure. So how you can um, purchase my shirts is www.girlschronicallyrock.com. You can also follow me on girlschronically underscore rock on Instagram. And then I also have a Facebook business page, which is just girlschronicallyrock. And please feel free to um, add me as a friend on just Facebook, Keisha Graves. Under my name, it's spelled just like that, Keisha Graves, that she had um, put it up there. So, yeah, please feel free to reach out if you have any questions um, <laughs> regarding an order or just anything. If you want to ask me anything, please feel free to reach out. And also, you can 
Well, my email and all of that too was on my website, but my email is all one word, girlschronicallyrock at gmail.com. So please feel free to reach out. I'll be ready to answer. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Excuse me. <clears throat> the coffee and the carbs I had today. Um, if, so, if one of my one of our great audience members go ahead and type in the information dynasty said she uh inboxed you sam's email we have the best audience oh Sometimes perfect they're... thank you i love it they're on top of it i love it they, they are the bomb.com not everybody yes. through cash lord yes it has been a phenomenal show queen lavon do you have any last words then we'll pass it to Queen Shannon, and then it's a show. I just agree with one of the comments that says your energy um, chronically rocks. I thought that was absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you. Um, It was Nikwisha that just came up. Your energy chronically rocks. And I think just to ditto everything that um, Keisha said, I mean, she's made it clear here today. We all we hear people say that no nobody can stop you. You know, you can go after whatever you want, but she's teaching you that nothing and nobody. So add nothing to it. So not only do you, you don't have to worry about people trying to stop you, but you can't even allow what happens in life to stop you from what you wanted to do. Like she said, start that business, write that book, you know, do whatever it is you want to do. If that's what you want to do, don't let nothing stop you. Right. Hashtag amen. 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 Um, I just want to. I just want to say, Queen Keisha, it's really been a pleasure. You, I, I have to. I have to piggyback on that. Your energy is awesome. Absolutely oh, awesome. Um, and and for anybody watching, I think one of the biggest things you you need to take away from this is re- recognize what you're taking for granted. Um, the simple yeah. things that we get to do every yeah. single day. Pay attention to that. Um, and, and be grateful for them. Be, you know, get into the mode of even as ladies, you're putting on your bra, putting your legs, everything that you're able to do, simply say thank you because you're able to do it without, you know, without having to, to, to take time. And, and it doesn't, some of us, we can get dressed and okay, give me five minutes and I'm dressed and we're there. Um, but, you know, be grateful for those things. Take time and to, to recognize the abilities that you have. Um, and at the same time, recognize that there, again, as Levant, Queen Levant said, there's nothing stopping you except your own mind. Your yeah. own mind stops you. Um, Queen Keisha is is a beautiful, beautiful, sweet-spirited example of that. Oh, thank nothing, you. She's, she's not letting anything stop her except for maybe that cold weather. But... <laughs> 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 but thank you so thank you so much queen you are really like a ball of positive energy and just you know i, I can feel your energy and and you're you're beautiful thank you oh thank you it was a pleasure speaking with you ladies i can't believe that went by fast <laughs> I, I know we, don't, we don't have to get you um back on It'll have yes to please do late ah! night lives for mature audiences only. <laughs> uh, we're going to definitely get uh, Queen Keisha down here to um to the boot. Like I said, that revolution, that'll be like define you after party and they'll have to like pay to see the live or something. We're going to set that up. Y'all know, look, we all business women and y'all are thoroughly entertained. <laughs> 
You are phenomenal. Thank you so much. Um, look, I was about to say Queen LaVon and LaVon be throwing me off, y'all. Sometimes she'd be typing in the comments and be right here. She put <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres is waiting. We're waiting. Yes, and yes. I've been writing to her show as well, yes. Because I look, Ellen gives like normal people opportunities, yes. So I'm she's like, really oh, if she... So that's she why is. I because she's good about that. Yes, I, I tag her a lot on Instagram and everything. So, and yes. also Steve Harvey. But I noticed Steve Harvey's show is getting canceled, which is yeah. sad. Okay, wait. Wait, LeVon, do the disclaimer. Y'all, wait, hold on. Thank y'all so much for watching Define You Radio. This, at this point, <laughs> after show, if you're listening to the podcast, remember, your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and what you do with that is up to you. Three, two, one, after party. Queen LeVon, do the disclaimer. <laughs> y'all know the views <laughs> and the comments shared in this live. Does not re- we can't even say it reflect those of these people we tag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but <laughs> Queens gotta hustle. We never know. Absolutely, one of the interns may just be doing nothing right now, waiting for a show to cut, and they don't right. people, somebody tag that them. part. Exactly, you never know. I'm looking for us when y'all see us walking down the red carpet. <laughs> Hello, correct. Yes. Hello, I'm with you. Is losing his shows. Wendy Williams, we are waiting on you. We will yes. not stop your divorce at all unless you want to. Um, <laughs> hmm. Look, ain't saying that Queen Levine, like, I'm about to start having technical difficulties. But I really do want to go see. How far are you from New York? I'm only see Wendy Williams live. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm only four hours away. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How so, are you yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, her, her ticket free. Yeah, yes, exactly. A lot of these shows, they're like for free, like the real, the talk. Those are all free as well. So what are some of your favorite, who put, uh, Dynasty put, can I tag Jada? Go oh, ahead. yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. It's my eyebrows on fleek. Red table talk. Um, <laughs> she said it's her eyebrows on fleek. Nakisha, of course, put "du" all in the building. Define you all always in the in the building. Um, I forgot my question. Queen Keisha, what shows do you like? Like, what is your favorite show? And if they said, "Look, we want you to to guest star," you know, uh, whatever. What 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 is that one show? That would be Wendy Williams. Like my favorite, like for the daytime, as far as the daytime talk shows, that would be her. I just, I don't know, something about her. That's how I get my news, I tell people, because I don't watch the news on a regular basis. So, Wendy, well, that is my news. <laughs> and I know a lot of people may not like her, but it's like, I'm like, I love Wendy. I don't care. She's funny. I like her. I've always liked her because she's loud and she just, she do her. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah, she okay. Look, because somebody earlier made a comment about the braids. Now, if you think I went and sat and got my hair braided, <laughs> Lord have mercy. I don't know how I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then definitely watching her go through this thing has made yeah. me like her more. Yes, her energy is different. Like, she's just you can just see a difference in her. I'm like, wow. That's why, again, this is why I say, like, you never know what somebody's dealing with. Because I'm not, like, a rumor. So it's like, when all that stuff was coming out with her husband, I'm just like, you know, well, she's, like, you know, she's not taking her ring off. And and I'm like, wow, to look back, like, all that stuff is true, what she was dealing with. And I'm like, wow, you see how some men can put you in that that space where it's like she couldn't even really focus on her show. She was on hiatus for a good minute after the holiday. And I missed her so much. But you could tell... um, and I'm trying to flip some of the comments so it could come up on the screen so everybody uh, could see. I don't know. It looks very interesting. I knew they were true. Um, mm-hmm. I knew they were true just because you could tell when somebody's energy changes. You may mm-hmm. not know, know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that. Um, but she's very smart. This is what people don't understand. I don't know if Wendy is an Aquarius or not. But you have to play a certain role while you plan things. Yeah. Because you don't oh, just, yeah. you know, when you got money like that in the audience like that, you don't just drop the mic. You know, it this Mm-mm. was a planned mic drop. Yeah. I'm Y'all ain't see it coming. I saw it. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. then he, then he, you know what I'm saying? And then he's not attractive. <laughs> I'm correct like that. I'm just saying. I mean, it's the truth. It is the truth. It and, is the truth. And she looks better. It's it's like I talk about that mental and that physical way. Mm-hmm. You know, that you could tell she just it's like she just found the fountain of youth. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? Those those are my thoughts, Queen Queen Levon. Losing a 250-pound no good man. Hopefully, when they ain't listening, we'll do that. <laughs> And y'all heard it. Ain't come with no scripture tonight. I was waiting on some scripture. No, no scriptures. None. No, I think she's not an Aquarius since her birthday is in July. So I'm thinking, is that Leo? Would she be Cancer Leo? Well, it, I mean, it Cancer or Leo? Yeah, it could be one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she's somewhere in there. Um, but I, I think what has radiate, what has um just kind of been shaping i guess almost like shaping for me is watching how she evolved because once she's very she like you say she's very bold she's very loud i think she's relatable because she says what we're thinking you know mm-hmm. when she does hot hot seat she does her hot seat to hot topic is it hot topic? yes yeah she hot topic. Say, i mean she's just saying what we think in any way i mean yeah, right. yeah. What we're thinking, a lot of people, you know, saying that turns off about her being so loud or because, you know, she's a tall woman, you know, but she wear she wore her big hair, you know, she just celebrate who she is, but she was very transparent. And even with all everything that she went through, you know, when she um, get, came on and did her show telling everybody about being in the dry house. Yeah. I think it's called a dry house. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know what? Like you said on um, Queen Valencia, she was very strategic mm-hmm. in yeah. everything that she was doing because even she said she 
um, put that out there before the reports. Anybody else could put it out there. Yeah. She, it was like, you know what? I'm going to own my truth. And I'm going to own mm-hmm. my truth. So you can't throw up and you can't blackmail. You can't try to defame me if I'm telling you what the real is. Right. 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 We forget that, you know, can't nobody hold over your head, your past when you own your past. Hmm. Or when you roll about in the whole library. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, you can go take the book out. Right. Everybody else read it. But wait, now, but the last thing I heard, she was dating again. Is she dating? Um, she, she does make comments like she goes out. She's like, you know, I'm out dipping it and doing it. She does it's her thing. Yeah. You know, that's like her favorite, you know, but yeah, she says like, you know, she goes out and enjoys herself and she's been hanging out with her son and her nephew are in town. So Listen, yeah. the old people, the old people, the old people used to say the best way to get a under, uh, 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 get over one man. Is to get on top of a new one. <laughs> get it, Wendy girl. Get it, Wendy girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for her. I'm I'm happy for, for her too. I really like Wendy Williams, and yes, I be every time I watch, I just catch her on YouTube, and I'll catch the hot topics to see what she got on, and of course what uh what wigs you wear like of course you of course you're looking for the wigs yeah. I am, I'm, I'm <laughs> some awesome wigs can you tag me on where you getting this from or i mean i know <laughs> some of them you wearing them one time and just laying them on the shelf send them <laughs> to <her. laughs> like donate them donate them but y'all, I have to, I'm going to share this, something that I, I know, because when, do you, if any of you have been following her, if you remember when Wendy first came out, I mean, she's been out over 10 years now, I believe. Yes. When she first came out, there was a, um, what, a man that was called a, num- a numerologist, and they were like talking about different, I was listening to the show, and they was talking about the different talk shows, how they were going to be doing. And one of the men on there, a lot of people didn't think her show was going to make it past the year. Because they was thinking nobody wanted this loud woman. You know, they tried to do a lot to decredit her, discredit her and to defame her name. You know, at one time they were talking about she used to be a man. You know, yeah. all, they were saying a lot of negative stuff. But the one thing that I thought that was very amazing that this numerologist said, he spoke about, he actually predicted then that her show would outlast and outrun a lot of shows that started at that same time. Oh, wow. And a lot of those same people that have, you know, that were talking about it and said her show would not last a year or two years, you know, that it was just a new show phase, you know, everybody gets a chance. But I mean, you look at it a decade later. Hmm. Right. Still, yeah. And then yeah. a lot, you know, you think back being Ricky Lake and all these other people, all these people that had shows that have came and gone and she's yeah. still standing. Right. So it goes to letting people know what God has for you. Can nobody, no devil in heaven, hell, no devil anywhere trying to keep up can come against you. Yes, you know. what, what's the scripture? Nothing. Well, you know, she, you know, she's a gospel gangster, so she went gospel against uh, on us first, and she brought the gospel in. <laughs> Nobody stop you, as you know, Queen Keisha has been saying. She's been demonstrating, not just saying, but she's been demonstrating that you don't have to allow your circumstances to change the trajectory of your life. 
You know, if that's what you said, you said before you were diagnosed, you wanted to be in fashion, you wanted to be, have your own business. You knew you had that spirit of entrepreneurship. The diagnosis didn't change what you wanted, your dreams. All it did Mm -hmm. was gave you a different direction to go in. Yes. You know, it almost set the course where you needed to be headed, where you're going. So, I mean, you can't allow, you know, sometimes we allow a diagnosis to be a death sentence. And it's not. Yeah. The diagnosis doesn't have to this be. True. It's, it's really just that awakening that you need to get on course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like the way you phrase that. <laughs> She's so eloquent. She's the, um, <laughs> you know, Queen, Queen LaVon is definitely, I would say the calm one mm-hmm. of, of this this gumbo mix. Of, <laughs> you know, gumbo. Let me rephrase. She this. has that moment. The Queen Levon that the audience. <laughs> there I'm we gonna go. Qu- Queen Keisha gonna see whenever she make her way here. <laughs> Queen Levon is gonna come. She in South Carolina. Queen Shannon is in Florida. Okay. But they, they, we gonna all come together. <laughs> The revolution will not be televised. Is all I'm, um, I'm just looking at, at some of the some of the comments as well. Queen Keisha, it you are phenomenal. We definitely are gonna have to um you know get get you back, but you are definitely part of the family. Yes, I would so love that. When you when you read and say, look you know, Queens, I got something to say, something to talk about, you know, do y'all, whatever, just, you know, you got my information inbox, whichever you want to do, because I don't know, um, because the audience is, is definitely loving you. Mm -hmm. LaVon Copeland is the calm before the storm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they think. Look, that's what they think. But baby, that storm be right there. Shannon is the wind during the storm. She about to put something that's gonna make me drive to Texas. <laughs> we know, you know, it's like, and, and you are just the star. <laughs> she she can't she can't, she can't type fast enough. <laughs> she, she, she probably over there cracking up while she's trying to type it. She is. She's so messy. Look, Nakisha. Look, and then she put Ann Valencia Griffin Wallace as category five. See, I knew she was. You got to add Queen Keisha to the mix. She part of, the, of this gumbo. You, know, you got to learn, learn uh, what part. But when we get in New Orleans, like I said, we're gonna take the brakes off. We're gonna have our shirts on. We're gonna get us some hot wings. Some. Yes. Some of other stuff that a lot of y'all probably even too young to know about. <laughs> but we're, you know, we definitely gonna have a great time. And of course, y'all, um, I'm just reading some of the comments. Honestly, um, wow. someone told me something that I will never forget. Pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Hashtag, amen. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Trust the process. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Y
our audience is smart. At least, at least, you know, the ones that make comments. Now I'm just playing. If you watch this in the way, Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Levon gave the disclosure the disclosure earlier because. <laughs> Lord. And y'all, that quote is by Callie Gibran. Uh, Gilbran. K H A L I L. Last. Oh, name. oh, K- Khalil, Khalil Gilbray. Khalil. Khalil. Yeah, he's a he's a um awesome um philosopher. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Love him. Spiritual spiritualist philosopher. He's awesome. Yeah, okay. I love it. The whole quote says, "Your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. It is the bitter portion by which the physician, which you heal your sick self." Therefore, mm-hmm. trust the physician and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. Mm. I love it. I like that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm I'm known for the wigs on the show. <laughs> They're known Wait for it. the quotes in the scripture. <laughs> I, I was, was going to say, where did that even come from? <laughs> Y'all know it. Y'all know. I'm just saying, <laughs> choosing, they know how, how we get. Then it's the after show. And see, you know, at least I'll be honest. I'm like, girl, I try to get my hair braided today. No, I'll be honest about my wigs and where I stand on Define You Radio and, and the queens. Like, they do the research and come with, you know, that's why I love them. <laughs> and we're adding a teacher to this mix. Ain't no telling what's gonna go on 2019. <laughs> I'm trusting my dopeness. Yes. 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 Trust your dopeness. Queen Nakisha, Nakisha gonna put where did that come from? You have to listen to my whole my whole point, Queen Nakisha. Mind you, I am, you know. Oh, and Dynasty put her rheumatologist. Rheumatologist told her, told her that. That's a good quote. We're gonna have to love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. Absolutely. Go ahead and drop your information again for the audience that may have just joined us. Okay. Drop your website again. Okay, so sure, you can find um, my information and more about me at www.girlschronicallyrock.com. Also on Facebook, Girls Chronically Rock um, business page. And then please feel free to um, follow me on Instagram, Girls Chronically Rock underscore. Oh, sorry, Girls Chronically underscore rock. And then also just find me on Facebook under Keisha Graves. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Class is in session. Connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pins and papers down. Class is over.